You're listening to the Spiritual Knockout with Catherine Macri. that comes out of my mouth. And I'm just getting warm. Because as an entrepreneur, um, you always have to be on your own ass. Here's the Sesame Street message of the day. Zero capability to focus today. Oh my God. And so take a look at how you're standing in your own way. Know where your standards are. Raise them if you have to. There's a whole lot of crazy shit happening right now. Know your goddamn life. At this point, I think I find things hilarious. Hey, it's Catherine Macri. Let's talk about how you have those moments where you feel like you're going batshit crazy. Where you stop and you say to yourself, I must be fucking delusional. And you kind of look around you in hopes that nobody's watching, seeing, or could hear what's going through your head in those moments. The moments where you feel like you belong in a straitjacket behind closed doors in a padded room. Because your life is completely shattering apart. Come on. I know most of you listening have had those moments. Those moments of awakening. Those moments of self-actualization. The insanity before every single piece comes back together when the veil is lifted and you learn that lesson. To the untrained eye, your own, those around you, yeah, you're going fucking crazy. And I can only tell you that by experience from the moments where I thought to myself, oh my God, maybe there is something wrong with me. Maybe there is some kind of imbalance until I realized that every time those patterns went on repeat, it was because I was up-leveling and stepping into a new version of myself, breaking patterns, shifting paradigms, rewriting narratives. Hell, I had someone who I loved with all my heart committed to committing me, to getting me psychological help. And that tore my world apart. It broke me and shattered me to my core because I loved and valued the opinion of this person so much. I momentarily questioned my own sanity my own choices, and my own life. Until I realized they simply didn't understand because they had never been there before. And so this podcast is for all of you who have those moments where you feel like the world is spinning out of control around you, where you can't breathe, where you can't see straight, where you can't move. Those, my lovelies, are moments of awakening. And if you are on a path of your soul's desire, those moments will become more frequent. They will become the exception to the rule. And so let's talk about how you identify them. Let's talk about how they come on how you can sit with them, work with them, lean into it and allow it to wash over you 
so that the wave can break and you can be on the other side of the calm storm. And I can tell you from experience because it's the only way that I know how. So in the last couple weeks, my whole entire life has been up-loving. Let's, oh, how let's call it a couple months. The last, the last, I'm going to say, okay, we'll go back to weeks. Eight to 12 weeks, my life has been up-leveling. And I have had the ability to manifest these massive, massive things. And in the busyness of all of the fallout of the manifestation, of the actual tangible stuff of the doing, because when it shows up, you get caught in the doing, right? You're in it. And if you're not aware and cognizant of what's happening, you stop and forget to check in. And God, I'm fucking guilty of this one, 100%. But it was part of my learning process. You stop and forget to check in to get in alignment with this new version of you. And so I created and manifested this magnificent existence in a record-breaking amount of time. But what happened was that I had to step into this new level of me that was in my head. I had to step into this new level of who I was to show up in my life in the ways that this new tangible existence needed me to show up. But my belief wasn't there. There was a crack. And in that crack... darkness sometimes gets in. And so my ego in its sneaky way slipped in and it brought with it fear. It brought with it anxiety. It brought with it doubt. It brought with it feelings of unworthiness. It brought all of its fucking friends to the party. And at first I understood it as being tired and not scheduling enough time for myself. And of course, in its fashion, it wants more than that. It wants a big old fucking party. And it wasn't having me feeling like I needed time for myself. And so your spiritual being starts to put up those red flags, starts to turn on those emergency lights, And if you're not cognizant of your cues, of the way your mind, your body, and your soul work together, then you tend to find yourself in places that you don't want to be, those places where you feel like you're batshit crazy. And so what happened next was that I started to understand I needed to slow down. And as I slowed down, I realized that my outside reality wasn't matching my inside reality. Therefore, my inside reality wasn't what I wanted on my outside reality. And I had to put the brakes on this beautiful, fancy car that I was driving. That's proverbial. I still drive a car that I don't love, but that's all part of it. And so here I was manifesting all these things that I wanted on the outside, the next level of my life. But there were still ways in which the tangible reality wasn't matching up with that. And I was stopped and I said to myself, what the real fuck is going on right now? And I've been through this enough times to understand that there was a disjoint between my mind, my body, 
and my soul. And if you follow my stories on social media, you're able to see how it unfolds over time because I'm candid and I share everything about my life in hopes that anything that I share has an impact on your growth. Because at the end of the day, that's the only reason why I do what I do. Getting to run a business from it is simply a byproduct. And so I had to stop and check in and say to myself, what is happening? I'm feeling exhausted. My tangible reality is not matching that next level of manifestation. Reeled it back in and understood. Who came to the party? Well, ego showed up loud and clear and brought its friends fear. It brought its beautifully unwanted guest of unworthiness. And that was a big one for me. Who am I to bring all of this into my life? Who am I to have the audacity to want the next things, the next steps, the next tangible proof? Who am I not to be happy with where I'm at? And then spirit piped up. And this is when you start to say to yourself, what the real fuck is going on in my head? When you have these little back and forth ping pong match between ego and spirit. And spirit pipes up and it says, if she doesn't, she'll stay where she is and never grow. And growth means contribution. And when you understand inherently, and I had to understand at that moment, that if I stayed where I was in my soul, in my mind, my body would not go places that would allow the tangible proof to pour in, that would show other people that they could do what I've done. And that was the key that unlocked the front door that allowed spirit and all of its friends to join the party. And so then I had all these people at this party in this big fancy old house and I had to understand who was invited, who let themselves in, who I wanted to stay and who needed to go the fuck home. And you know what happened next? My body started to give out because my soul, which was my spirit, my mind which was my ego. We're all at this party. The music was jacked up fucking loud and they're all dancing around. And my body, which is the house that they all live in, well, the walls started to shake. It started to bust at the seams. And so my body started to shut down and that became my cue when my body became exhausted beyond belief. And I'm bringing this podcast to you right now, still not in recovery mode from that. Not wanting to go outside because it's peopley out there. And until my soul and my mind is ready to deal with all the peopleiness, I hole up inside like a hermit until my vibration is right. But let's go back to this party. The, the walls are vibrating. Jam is pumping. Spirit and ego are dancing together. Not sure if they want to continue. Ego's looking to catch everybody's eye. To lure everybody in. 
dancing like a sexy motherfucker, waiting for everybody to have its eyes on ego and fall under its spell. Because ego wants to keep us safe. Ego wants to keep us in these repetitive patterns of behavior where its moves, its dance moves are so good, they hypnotize you and you forget why you're here to begin with. It's a seductress ego. And so they're all bopping in this fucking party and my, my body temple, my house is starting to break. And at first I don't listen and I chalk it up to a cold until my body decides to shut down completely. And of course, being the realist at times, I drive my ass to the hospital because that's how bad it got. And they run a series of tests and pokes and prods and blood levels and scans and ECGs and x-rays and the doctor looks at me with probably about a hundred eyes and says, you're good, man. And I look at him and at this point, it's about three o'clock in the morning and drag my ass back home and sit and ask myself what's really happening here. Because now we can't chalk it up to this human quality of being sick. My body is in a state of dis-ease, which I inherently know immediately is a disjoint between my mind and my soul. And my body is doing its job, this molecular structure, this being of energy, because that's all we are. It's not real. It's energy. Is pleading with me getting me down on my knees to understand that something is really out of alignment. And so a series of things start to pop up in my life. And if you ever have doubted why things come into your life when they do, how they're there, they are all there for your learning. And your ego knows. It knows it sent me pretty, pretty, pretty things that I had a very hard time saying no to. Because it knows how to get you where it hurts. And so my life was asking me to break one of the biggest patterns I've probably ever broken. And it put my body, my mind, and my soul in direct opposition with each other to command my attention. And when you're that dropped in and you are that cognizant that there is a lesson there for you, you become directly in commune with the universe. You speak its language and it's speaking directly to you. And of course, in the most unlikely of times, the pattern decided it wanted to be broken while I was driving on a major highway. Big rigs all around me, taking deep breaths. What somebody would otherwise suggest is an anxiety attack, which is simply you being 
out of complete alignment. Not living in the present, the past creeping up on you. The future holding way too much energy. You just become completely out of whack. And so I literally had to breathe and I gripped a wheel pretty tight, contemplated pulling over, but I know what my body can do. And as I was driving, I said to myself, I know what this is because I've been down this road before. My whole self as I know it is about to crack wide open. And I have the opportunity here to rewrite a major narrative that has been playing in the story of my life that's no longer serving me, that is not going to take me to my next level, that is going to hold me back if I don't put in the work. And so I took a deep breath and I started to ask myself, what is it that's showing up? What have my signs been? And as I'm asking this question, I kid you fucking not. Names popped up on cars beside me. Numbers that led me into the direction of that. Words that I needed to hear. And as the universe was drawing a big, bold, dark underline under what was really happening and giving me that tangible evidence so that I wouldn't doubt. I inherently understood what the lesson was. And I asked for a sign. And I received a beautiful video message, which I later heard while I was pulled over, that in that moment... In that moment, because I saw it ding on my dashboard, was exactly what had to come through. And that beautiful person was so open to the universe that they were allowed to be a vessel. And that type of openness, you've all experienced it where you're just, it's a call or I don't know why I have to tell you this, or I just saw you and this is what I thought about you, where you are a vehicle delivering a message for someone who's asked for it. And in that moment, that's what I needed to hear. And so I arrived safely home and pulled into the driveway, which was the tangible evidence of where my life is headed. Parked the car, which was the proof of where I no longer wanted to be. And I could touch the material, the external reality of who I was while I was staring at who I had become. And I realized I was in this place of limbo and that the lesson that had to unfold was what was going to allow me to get to the other side. And it was a very, very hard lesson to learn. There was something I had to remove from my life that was my drug. And I don't drink. And I don't do drugs. But drugs is an addiction in any form. And there are people who are addicted to many things. 
And when I sat and had to get really quiet and had to face my addiction head on, I realized how it had woven itself in to the tapestry of my entire narrative up until that moment. And I inherently understood that if I was going to continue in this forward motion to step into this woman that I wanted to become, I had to stop and let my veins run clear. And even though it's not an addiction to a substance, people have addictions in so many forms. People are addicted to television, social media. I realized inherently what my body was going through in that last week was the up level, the awakening, the awareness, but the withdrawal because I had made a conscientious choice to excommunicate that from my life and my body was going into shock and my ego was angry. Boy, was it fucking angry because it knew how to run that pattern on repeat And because I had excommunicated this addiction and I had removed every trace of it, every possible avenue I could go down to get it, my ego was convulsing. It was in search. It wanted to grasp onto anything it could because it knew how to go there. It knew what to do. But there was nothing for it to run that pattern on anymore because I was committed in my soul and in my heart to changing. And it threw a fucking tantrum is what it did. And so I sat there understanding, aware Of what had happened. And I exhaled. Because I was doing something I had never done before. 40 years of running the same pattern on repeat. And I knew where it came from. I knew. Because when you rewind and you put in your work... And this is not work you can do alone. When you understand and trace everything back to that moment where you made the decision that that was a part of your life, whatever it is, you can see how it repeated over time to keep you in the same safe place where ego begs you to stay Because growth is ugly. Growth is scary. Growth sometimes makes you think that you're going batshit crazy. Growth causes people that you love the most in your life to commit to you having a problem. Rather, 
than realizing that together you could shatter the world. And so I come to you from a place of honesty and vulnerability at all times. And I've done the scary shit. I've done the fucking hard things. I've put in the work. And I can tell you that anything is possible when you commit to the change that allows you to grow into the best version of yourself. Is it easy? Fucking hell no. But it's so worth it. And so for all of you out there who are nodding your head yes in this moment when I say, I thought I was crazy. I thought I was having a breakdown. You were. You were breaking down patterns that were no longer serving you. I tell you that while you're in your house and ego's thrown a party, once spirit joins in, the party changes. And one by one, you open the front door and you send out any uninvited guest. And you shut that door hard. Put every lock on that you can find. And you hole up inside those four walls and get cozy with this new version of you until you feel strong enough, in alignment enough, confident enough to stand strong in who you've become so that you can walk out that front door and light up the fucking world.